Welcome to our News of the Times History News Short. This is a bite-sized historical news extract from our fuller News of the Times podcast. Our headline story from the Ashton Weekly Reporter, October 1861. Execution for murder at London. On Monday morning, the extreme penalty of the law was carried out by the execution of William Cogan in front of Newgate for the murder of his wife in Newton Street, Holborn. The circumstances under which the crime was committed will be fresh in the recollection of the public. The prisoner and his wife were in the habit of getting drunk, and while in that state fearful quarrels took place between them. They had been to a funeral on the day of the occurrence and had both drank freely, and when they got home they quarrelled, and the prisoner was heard to utter fearful threats towards his wife. At about two o'clock in the morning he rushed into the street with his throat cut. The prisoner endeavoured to make it appear that his wife had first cut his throat and then destroyed herself. But all the facts of the case positively negatified such a suggestion, and there was no doubt from the evidence that the prisoner had, in a fit of drunken passion, first destroyed his wife and then attempted to kill himself. He has repeatedly stated that the sentence was a just one and that the jury could have come to no other conclusion than they did upon the evidence, but insists that he is innocent. During the whole time he has been an inmate of Newgate, he has conducted himself with the greatest propriety, and since his sentence, up to the last moment, he has paid great attention to the ministrations of the Reverend Ordinary. Long before the hour appointed for the execution, the entire space in front of the jail was densely packed with people. From the housetops and every window of the houses opposite, and from every point where a view of the scaffold could be obtained, crowds of eager spectators looked on. The wretched man retired to bed soon after eleven on Sunday night, and apparently slept tranquilly, but at times he heaved heavy sighs. He was soon after visited by the Reverend Mr. Davis, who continued with him for a length of time engaged in prayer. He was again asked if he desired to make any statement. His only reply was that he had nothing to say. He was innocent. Mr. Sheriff Cockerell and Mr. Sheriff Twentyman, with Mr. Undersheriff Farrar and Mr. Undersheriff Gammon, arrived at the Sessions House at half-past seven, and on the arrival of Mr. Jones, the Governor, they proceeded to the interior of the jail and were conducted to the cell of the wretched man. He appeared to look very anxious, sighed, but made no comments, merely stating that he had nothing to say and that he was quite prepared. After a few minutes' pause, he was conducted from the cell across the yard to a room called the Bread Room. Here the wretched man sunk down on a form, and although he sighed heavily, he appeared calm and collected. Mr. Jones, the governor, informed him if he wished to say anything, 
he had better do so then, as the sheriffs and the members of the press were present. His reply was, with a sigh, No, I have nothing to say. He then asked to be allowed a little brandy, and by direction of Mr. Gibson, surgeon of the jail, half a tumbler of brandy and water was given to him, the greater portion of which he drank with avidity, and afterwards appeared more refreshed. Nothing further took place until Calcraft was introduced. The wretched man stood up directly, but appeared nervous during the operation of pinioning. As soon as it was completed, he asked for the rest of the brandy and water given to him. The tumbler was placed to his lips, and he drank the entire contents. The fatal moment having arrived, the procession was formed to the scaffold. Coogan walked by the side of Calcraft, the Reverend Mr. Davis reading the burial service. At the foot of the scaffold, the prisoner shook hands with Mr. Jones, the governor, and Mr. Undersheriff Gammon, and then walked up the steps and placed himself under the fatal beam. Calcroft lost very little time in preliminaries, and in a few moments the grim ceremony was over. After the usual interval, the body was cut down. You have been listening to News of the Times, and I... I'm Robin Coles.